Hello, everyone. Is this okay? Too loud? Too quiet? You good? Awesome. So as you guys know, I have the pleasure to tell you about how God has been working through my life and how he continues to work through my life. Me and my husband have been attending Crossing for about two years now in January, but if you consider 2020 a wash, then we've only been here for about a year. <laughs> so my story starts at the beginning. My parents were saved just as they were about to get married, and my dad got really into the Bible. Uh, he wanted to have 12 kids so he could have his own 12 disciples, but my mom settled with five. So she popped out five of us within six years, and we grew up learning about the Bible. And all of us have biblical names, me being Naomi Ruth, yes, after the book. Um, and my family was not your picturesque Christian household. If you were to ask my husband how he would describe the pollsters, which is my maiden name, he would use the term ravenous wolves. So you could say it was never a dull moment in our house. But we all went to school the same place we went to church, and I was surrounded by all things God and Bible-related. However, my relationship with Jesus, I would say, was more comparable to that of a relationship with a celebrity. I knew a lot about them, but I didn't know them. The church that I grew up in um, is a non-denominational church. However, they had a lot of Pentecostal uh, influence. So speaking in tongues, miraculous healings, they happened almost every Sunday service. Um, occasionally, we would get... Uh, guest pastors to come and they would make statements like those who are filled with the spirit can speak in new tongues or if you have enough faith you can be healed but there I stood nothing coming out of my mouth and riddled with asthma so with that logic I made the decision that I was not filled with the Holy Spirit and that I lacked faith when I started high school there was a bit of a culture shock I went from a class of eight to a class of 800 but the one thing that I did enjoy was the wide selection of young bachelors we didn't really have many options at my old school, but I just stepped into the old country buffet of young men. And within the next four months, I met my first and only boyfriend. And it was just meant to be. He was six foot three. Uh, he loved to swim. We went to church. And did I mention he was six foot three? <laughs> so slowly but surely, I let the boyfriend, the sports, the school events take priority in my life, and I gave God the back seat. I still attended youth group occasionally and at church events, retreats as they would come up, but I had these questioning thoughts like, am I ever going to be filled with the Spirit? Am I part of the chosen? Is this stuff for me? Or what does it take to have more faith? Feelings of conviction were present, but to be honest, it was more so because I was afraid of the judgment of my peers rather than the judgment of God. But I never let anybody know what I was thinking, so I just kind of sat there. And to everybody else, it just looked like God was really working on me. And in a way, I guess he was. So fast forward a couple years now, and I'm looking for a college. Still with the boy, still looking for a way to get connected to God. And after some thought, I decided to go to Messiah College. I wanted to be a teacher, and this was the only uh, Christian college that was close enough that had a women's swim team, a good education program, and it was a Christian college. So I started my freshman year with high hopes, but I realized very quickly there was no way I was going to be getting in a pool for 20 hours a week. So I quit the swim team before the season even began, and I made a new group of friends. And they did not help my walk with Christ the way that I expected. They were the ones that were setting up the tripwires in my path, and I let them do it. Because after all, they were justifying what I wanted to do anyways. And Messiah had a list of rules and guidelines, so I spent most of my weekends off campus visiting uh, my boyfriend. And after watching him actively participate in this lifestyle, it furthermore justified what I wanted. And I also was encouraged to take part. Within the next few years, the following events occurred. 
I made the decision to drop out of college and enroll in community college, but after some trouble with my FOSFA, I received no financial aid and just went right to the workforce. I also had the taste of living on my own and I wanted to experience that again. So I moved out of my house and moved in with my aunt, who, by the way, lives in an actual haunted house. And I remember laying in my bed, which took up half of the room, twin-size bed, half of the room, no joke. And I just never felt fear or loneliness like I had felt in that moment. And I remember thinking that if this is anything of what hell feels like, I don't want to experience any of it. So I began to listen to only Christian music, uh, Bible podcasts, uh, the Bible app, anything just to surround myself with God. And I would still visit my boyfriend, but now those feelings of conviction were there, but I didn't know where they were coming from. And I didn't enjoy the scene like I used to. Then in early December of 2018, I was stuck in traffic to going up to visit him. And I was listening to a worship music radio station, and I just cried out, God, I need you. I know I can't do this on my own, and I'm sorry. I pulled up to a red light, and the next song that played over my Spotify were the, said the words, not for a minute were you forsaken. And that cued my ugly cry. Um, and the guy who was next to me at the red light, I don't know if he thought I was... Um, going crazy, but he looked really confused or really concerned. But either way, I gave him a thumbs up, so we knew we were good, and I went on my way. But in that moment, I felt a change, and it was, it was real. It was like it was my own choice, and I chose to be open and malleable for God. I gave myself to him, and I allowed him to build that relationship that I have with him today. I can say that that day in December was the day that I truly accepted Christ as my Savior, and because of that, I'm not on the path to hell anymore. And it's not because of the influence of what was around me, but because of what my heart wanted. I longed for that relationship with God, but I went about it in all the wrong ways. I have learned that I cannot depend on my surroundings to do the work for my relationship with Christ. It has to be a decision that I, that I make or that we make. I've also realized that the faith I had with God um, was a faith that God would give me everything that I wanted when I wanted it instead of having faith that God will give me everything I need when I need it. The mistake that I made is I decided that my prayers were not being answered because of my own lack, instead of trusting and believing that God had other plans. You cannot base your relationship on Christ upon everything good that happens. And if you are, I would encourage you to ask the same question I asked myself. Are you chasing after God, or are you chasing after his promises? I am now happily married to the boy that I met in high school. He is now six foot five, by the way, by the grace of God. <laughs> and we have become a team for the work of the Lord. We both serve in youth ministry, and I also help out in the children's ministry, which I will be going to right after this. Um, and we find so much joy in it, and we know that we're here for a reason. We believe that he has given us a set of gifts and talents, and we look forward to using them for his work. And I also believe that God can use you anywhere, whether it be at work, school, sporting events, or anywhere else. God is not limited, so don't limit him. And something that I wish I knew when I was younger is that I wish I could ask those questions. I feel as if I may have been able to avoid those feelings of doubt and confusion. So find someone that you can talk to if you're having those thoughts. As a church, as a body of Christ, we are supposed to be there for one another. And as I look back on what has happened in the past, after writing it out, reading it aloud, it's become more apparent to me just how God was present throughout the entirety of my life and just how truly sovereign he is. I'm not happy with some of the choices that I made, but because of what I went through, I can now share my story with all of you. So thank you.